0: Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy cards issued by Sutton bank and Celtic bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire.
0: Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba casino.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. The episode is being brought to you by yours truly, Lance Williams. I want to give a big shout-out to all the podcasters at Behind the Steel Curtain. I want to give a shout-out to Behind the Steel Curtain, fantastic website. Listeners, if you're not checking out BTSC Behind the Steel Curtain, uh, you're not getting the best content in, in, in Steeler football. It's the best fan site on the web. Big up to my co-host on The Standard is The Standard, Jeff Hartman. And Jeff always gets on me because Jeff is joy, and I'm, I guess, the opposite of joy, sad. You know, we're joy and pain, pretty much sunshine and rain. Y- you guys know the song. Anyway, if you don't know the song, go to your streaming service, whatever it is, and look up joy and pain. Frankie Be Anyway. On this week's episode, and I may have teased it on last week's episode, but but let me just say this real quick, because Jeff gets on me. Sometimes I say, yeah, I said that. But the name of the show is officially, yeah, I said it. And so even in the beginning of the show, I might have said, yeah, I said that. But if you know black folk. And you know how we talk, and you know our lexicon, and you know all that. You know sometimes me not saying for all black folks, I get into my bag, and sometimes that, it, it all kind of blends. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, I said it. You know what it is. You know how I get down. Pop your collar, holler at your boy. Let's do it. But on this particular episode, yeah, I said it. The Pittsburgh press is afraid to criticize Ben Roethlisberger. A couple of weeks ago, Jerry Duloc, esteemed writer for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, he and Ed Bouchette are the most senior writers who cover the Pittsburgh Steelers for the Post-Gazette. They, they are considered Steeler Press Emeritus, so to speak, particularly Ed Bouchette, because I believe Ed Bouchette has a Hall of Fame vote. I mean, I grew up on Ed Bouchette. You know, we just call him Bouchette in Pittsburgh. That, that's what it is. So it's Bouchette and Dulac and Bouchette. So Jerry Dulac's opinion is, is very influential in Pittsburgh, and in fact, you can see where a lot of beat writers kind of take their the, their paces from, you know, how he kind of does his thing. And you know, I, I got a bone to pick with Jerry Dulac, because I, I think the Pittsburgh Press is entirely afraid to criticize Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm going to give you an example. Jerry Dulac does his grades every week uh, after every game, and he does a seasonal grade. Jerry Dulock gave Ben Roethlisberger an A grade for the season. First of all, if you don't make the playoffs in Pittsburgh, the home of the six championships, you can't get an A grade. So So that just starts off right there. He largely gave Ben Roethlisberger an A grade Because of Ben being first in yards with 5,129 and first in completions with 452. Now, the 452 completions are historic. Only two quarterbacks in the history of NFL have had that many completions. That's Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger. He glossed over the interceptions because of Ben's pass attempts I believe he attempted over 650 passes this year roughly about 45 a game but riddle me this if you attempt that many passes your interception percentage should be pretty low let me get into a couple of numbers and why I think Ben's grade from Dulock is totally off Ben was first in the league in interceptions. His interception to touchdown to interception ratio, excuse me, was two to one. A quarterback of his caliber, it has to be minimum three to one. He also was number one in the National Football League with four red zone interceptions. And let's play this back. If he doesn't throw just one of those, Red zone interceptions let's just take the Cleveland game they go to the playoffs and when you want to grade a season don't you think going to the playoffs and not going to the playoffs should elevate a player's grade if you don't hey man I don't know what to say I don't know what to say to you I, hey you know you, you you need to seek counseling or something and that's no slight to people who do seek counseling but if you don't think going to the playoffs is better than not, you are a little crazy. Also, quarterback rating. Ben Roethlisberger's quarterback rating was 96.5, 15th in the NFL. Guess who had a higher quarterback rating than Ben Roethlisberger? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. And guess where Dak Prescott is playing right now? Exactly. Guess where Dak Prescott's team went to the playoffs? That's what this is about. This is about winning. And when you grade a player, it has to be in the context of winning. They won nine games, but his play wasn't good enough. And let's not go into some of the other red zone turnovers, like the Denver game, stuff like that, because we know, had he secured the football better, They go to the playoffs and thus, in my opinion, his quarterback grades go up or his overall grade goes up. But let me just say, if Ben Roethlisberger gets an A, let me me throw you some numbers from Patrick Mahomes, who I think is going to be the MVP, and Drew Brees. Mahomes was second in rating, second in yards to Ben, but he had 50 touchdowns. He did have double-digit interceptions. I believe he had 15 But if you give me 50 touchdowns, I'll take the 50 TDs with it for a 4.5 touchdown to interception ratio. And one thing about yards, listeners, in this current NFL, yards are like calories or like empty calories from donuts. You can get yards in this NFL. It's about touchdowns. It's about scoring. The Steelers were great in the red zone this year at about 78. Close to 80%, 75%, somewhere around that. The best that they've ever been. That's a testament to Ben, but he did not secure the football down there. And the four red zone interceptions were way too much. Let's look at Drew Brees. First in rating, 115.7. Six to one TD to interception ratio. 32 touchdowns, five interceptions. That is a caliber quarterbacking. And guess what? Their teams are the respective one seeds in the AFC and NFC. That is A-level quarterbacking. And and so that goes back to the point that the press, in my opinion, is afraid to criticize Big Ben. Criticize this guy. It's okay. The eye in the sky does not lie. Guys like Duloc and other guys out there who are trying to suggest that this quarterback played A-caliber football, they're lying to you, listeners. They are absolutely lying to you. And let's not get into the passive aggressiveness of Ben's leadership style, the way he throws guys under the bus, a la the Denver game, the way he kicked A.B. in the ass, which I'm not excusing A.B. for not showing up and acting out and pouting during the last week of the season before the Bengals game. But hey, man, when a guy throws you up under the bus like that, says that he shouldn't have thrown you the ball let me just not get into that because you you guys are going to say that i'm making an excuse for ab and i'm not making an excuse for a guy that writes his name on a rolls royce who's a total me guy who's totally unprofessional and has significant issues and is killing help to kill the team chemistry in that locker room which is so essential and vital to winning But these Pittsburgh guys are afraid to criticize Big Ben. They've excused the passive-aggressive behavior. They've excused the, I wouldn't say mediocre, but I'm not saying Hall of Fame standard level of quarterback play. They've excused it. And why are they afraid to criticize Big Ben? It's the access game. Ben controls the access. The Steelers control the access. This is a give and take. This is a relationship. They're never going to hit Ben too hard because they're afraid to lose access. Dulac, Bouchette, Post-Gazette, all these guys. Or if they hit them too hard, the access that they get won't be worth a rat because these guys won't say anything because these guys are thin-skinned and the press is scared to lose the access that they've gained over the course of time. That's why you need to come to sites like Behind the Steel Curtain. You need to listen to shows like this, shows that will take Ben to task and criticize him fairly based on the numbers and performance. And the other thing about all these guys, they're not looking at Ben on film. Ben wasn't seeing guys clearly and seeing the field clearly all year. The 16 interceptions could have easily been in the 20s because there were a bunch of throws that guys either dropped or for some reason it did not get picked off. This guy was not playing A-caliber football, and the reason he wasn't doing it is because, I don't know why, it was scattershot, it was all over the place, but the Pittsburgh press is afraid to criticize Ben Roethlisberger, and it's because of access they don't want to lose it. Yeah, I said it. Thank you, listeners, for tuning into the third episode of Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, Jeff, that's a dig at you. Big up again to everybody behind the steel curtain that does a fantastic job putting the articles up. Big up to Jeff. Big up to Dave Schofield. Big up to all the uh, podcasters out there. Big up to all you listeners that make this a labor of love. But with that, we're out of here. We're going to be bringing you more and more exciting content. Holla. And remember to tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe.
0: Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?